Hi, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. You think I'd be here to talk about my show, but I'm not. I'm here to talk about my favorite show on the Full Ride Radio Network. That's Ranger Command Power Out. If you've ever watched Power Rangers as a kid, or still watch today, then you should give them a listen. They work hard on their podcast and its shows. You can look for episodes on FullRideRadio.com and their website, RangerCommand.com. Hello, everybody. It is time for another episode of the Lungbox Cast. Uh, and this one's a doozy, man. This is that. Uh, this is that one that everyone's been waiting for. Not the episode, but the movie. Um, if everyone's been waiting for this episode, thank you. But I, I don't really think anybody was really clamoring for this one. But uh, Kyle and I are going to talk about a little bit of stuff that happened uh, this weekend. Uh, most likely. Uh, of course, there was free comic book day. Kyle's going to touch upon that. I finally got my DC Legions box. We'll talk about that as well. But then, of course, the meat and potatoes of this entire show is going to be Civil War. Kyle is Team Cap. I'm Team Iron Man. What did we, we – I'm, I'm pretty sure we're both going to agree. Good movie. But uh, we'll dive into that. Uh, so without further ado, Kyle, hit that intro music, and let's get the long box guests on its way. I really got to say, I love it when our theme music actually matches the tone of the episode. Oh, yeah? Obviously, we're talking about Civil War, and we use the uh, theme song from the Avengers, Earth Mighty's Heroes. Yes. So I love it when they match. Of course, it's random as shit when we did our Batman v Superman episode. Because <laughs> like, it also yeah. worked for our uh, theme, or for the cartoon episode, so, you know. That's pretty, yeah, no, that's pretty legit. Um, but, yeah, so, um, I know we're going to wait for the, uh, we're going to wait towards the little bit of the end, but I will have to uh, do a spoiler about Civil War. Um, kids, if you're ready for this, um, Lee surrenders and Lincoln dies. So, <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. I, I'm, I'm putting out this a contest. If anyone has a picture of someone at the premiere or any showing of Captain America Civil War dressed as a Civil War uh, soldier... I will send you a pop vinyl of Iron Man. Oh, no that is... Someone send me a picture of this. I The very first person to send me a picture, I will send you a pop vinyl. That is so awesome. I, oh, if you have a friend who has the picture, if you just know someone, get that picture, send it to me, and I will send you a pop vinyl. And we'll post that onto our uh, <clears throat> we'll post that onto our Facebook page and Instagram and all that good stuff. That's actually pretty genius. So, actually, speaking of pop vinyls... Um, I saw a contest going on, you know, uh, the pop vinyl people, they usually do like, hey, do comment, share, and you you can be entered to win a pop vinyl. So they had an Iron Man with his mask open. Mm-hmm. 
it was an exclusive one. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I was like, you know what? I really want this. So I typed in saying, hey, I really like this because everybody I know I've been talking to has been Team Cap. No one I know has been Team Iron Man pretty much. So I'm all like, I think I should win this because seeing I'm the only Team Iron Man person in this thing, hashtag Team Iron Man. And then when I start scrolling down, everyone else is Team Cap, Team Cap, Team Cap. That's all they're putting. I'm going like, literally, if a Team Cap person won this, I'm going to be kind of pissed because I'm like, mm-hmm. really? I'm like, if you have like a t- like a Captain America one, then I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Give it to the Captain America people. But I'm like, no one here, like everyone I've been talking to is all like, oh, I'm so about, uh, you know, Captain America. But me, I was like, I'm not Captain America. Like in the comics, I was on board with Captain America. I was like, I agree with him. This is good. Mm-hmm. Some of that. But then I hated him at the end where he's just like, no, we're wrong. Arrest me. I'm like, then why did you drag this out? <laughs> yeah. Because he saw the error of his ways because the whole pretty much city was – under siege and destroyed because of him, really. So, yeah. But I digress. Um, I will say this for the movie. I know we're getting off topic because we got to do a yeah. couple of things, but I just yeah. want to say, I see. I'm in the middle. I can see both sides where they're coming from. Exactly. So, we'll get into a little bit more. But first, because uh, we are recording this Sunday, yesterday was Free Comic Book Day. Now, for those who don't know what Free Comic Book Day is. It is the very first Saturday of May when uh, a bunch of publishers put out either one or two, usually two if you're Marvel or DC, but usually just one selected comic that is free uh, that they send out to your local comic book stores. They will pick up, and you can uh, basically get And Steve is making an angry face. I don't know why. Uh, no, the Toby's doing his own little dancing, oh, prancing. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, and some stores usually have a limit, like the first store I went to, they had a limit of three books. So I then went to another comic book store and they had a limit of five free books. So I, I got eight books. If you oh, cool. nice. know the math there. So, um, I'll go over a few of the ones that I got cause I thought they were pretty cool. Um, first one I got, um, for those who love Avatar and Legend of Korra, I got Ooh. the Legend of Korra free comic book day book. Basically, it tells the story of how she got her pet polar bear dog. Oh. Um, I thought that was kind of cute. So, it was a good read. I mean, a lot of these free comic book day books, they're pretty, the stories are very short. And then sometimes they'll put other stories in here because this one's also featuring a How to Train Your Dragon and a Plants vs. Zombies story. Oh. Yeah, so. It's always something. And it's also a great way because, you know, everyone goes out, they get the books, and then they're like, oh, check this out. And then they're like, oh, hey, this is really good. Maybe I should subscribe to this book that's coming out. Because a lot of times they usually promote books that are about to come out or books that are already out, and they just want to get new – it's a great way to get new readers. Yeah, which is kind of nice. Now, um, before we uh, go into more of uh, what other comics you got, a question for you. When you went to these local comic book shops, did they have any, like, local artists, like, yes. uh, there doing stuff? Okay. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the new trend lately now is uh, artists, local artists will go to the comic book stores, help out, you know, do sketches and whatnot. Very so. cool. Because, yeah, we had we had that event. We actually had people on. Uh, the show uh, for Acme is what it's called out here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the uh, Arizona Mesa, you know, comic convention. It's like a little thing, but it's all local artists, uh, you know, that come out um, and do stuff. Sometimes, sometimes you might get a big name person like Tom McFarlane might stop by a comic book shop and do something, but um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to blame him if he doesn't, because obviously he's very busy doing stuff. Uh, um, 
kind of running his own little empire and stuff like that. But uh, usually when he does come out, he's very – that's actually the surprising thing. Like, Tom McFarlane, for some sort of reason, he just has this, like – he has this like look on his face that he's just like don't talk to me but he's actually a really easy and nice guy <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but okay so other books that you got yeah um so the other book i got um i got the doctor who uh free comic book, book. Who, okay which who's the, who's the doctor four of them Ooh, okay yeah because i'm on season three now and i'm really enjoying doctor who oh nice so i see so you're on the 10th doctor now yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on uh, Tenet. Yes. Um, so basically, this one's got Eccleston, uh, Tenet, Smith, and the new guy who I haven't learned because I really haven't been Capali. watching his new season yet. I've only yeah. seen one episode Capali. with him, Capaldi. Yeah, so, um, basically, it starts off with Capaldi's story and then it goes backwards. So it starts with twelve, then eleven, then ten, then nine. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't really read it yet, but artwork's really good. And, I mean, you get four stories in one book. I mean, you really can't beat that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, question for you, though. How are you watching Doctor Who? Uh, through the DVD. Okay. Because I was going to say, because Amazon and Hulu no longer have Doctor Who. I yeah. believe Amazon Prime is actually getting doc- the rights to Doctor Who now. Oh, are they? If that's yeah. the case, I might actually get Amazon Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just for that, but I mean, there's going to be other stuff that's hitting that, such as like the new Tick series, and uh, of mm-hmm. course, the shipping and handling on buying stuff from Amazon. And of course, you know, if you go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, you can shop like you normally do, and then we get a little taste, like, uh, and you do, and you help out build the company. Boom, yeah. boom, live read. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go back real quick. The Legend of Korra book was from Dark Horse Comics. Okay. So they have the comic right for that. Doctor Who was from Titan Comics. Oh, Titan. Okay, for some... Did they switch? Because I thought uh, Doctor Who was done by... Because I know I saw their books out like a while ago. I thought they were done by DWI at one uh, point. I could be wrong. And they may have switched. I don't know. Um, next book I got was Grumpy Cat. Ah, Grumpy Cat. Ooh, I wonder if that's one of the comics that uh, my buddy out here helped on. Because he did do some uh, sketches and storylines for uh, Grumpy What's Cat at some name? point. Uh, Tavis Maiden? No, I'm not seeing it. That's but right. Basically, uh, the first story, um, basically, Grumpy Cat actually lives with another cat called Pokey, who's super happy and super dumb. Hi, everybody! Hi, so Pokey! They decide, uh, Pokey decides he wants to become a superhero, so he dresses up kind of like Superman. Grumpy Cat ends up being like Batman. Um, and there's actually three different stories in this, and they're all... They're all very cute, very funny, um, good read and whatnot. So I recommend that. Uh, Grumpy Cat was by Dynamite Comics. Okay, Dynamite. Yeah, that's that one. The next one I got was the Pokemon Pocket Comics. Ooh, Pokemon, gotta catch the Pokey coming. Uh, this one's by Viz Media. Okay. And basically it's just a bunch of short little comics Literally short, like two panels a page. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's just like a quick little news strip joke, basically. Oh, that's kind of funny. Oh, because so, so like if Pokemon had their own like Sunday funnies. Basically, yes. And then like on the first page, there's a quiz like saying which of these following Pokemon is the exact same type as Pikachu. And then they give you three different types. And then on the next page, they give you the answer. So it's kind of yeah. cool little things like that. That's, um, I like that. That's kind of fun. That's like something you can give your. That's something. That's a comic book you can give your mother on Mother's Day. Yeah. Now the next book I got from IDW, and I've been All waiting right. for this one. 
is Rom. Rom? Ooh, okay, what's this? Rom is actually an old Marvel character from the 80s, 70s with the Micronauts. No, no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, um, read a book, literally. Go read a book. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> uh, basically, he is a space I thought knight. I could be... I thought I could finally be open with you and just be like, no, I've never heard of this. Please let me in- bring me into your world of this interesting comic. You're like, oh. no, fuck you. Read a book. All right. On the first page, I will read this. Uh, far, far away in another galaxy, the Knights of the Soul Star Order, defenders of justice and truth, have been ambushed by the evil magicians, the Dire Race. The Soul Star Order has prevailed and is now seeking out their scattered enemies. One of these knights has followed the trail of the Dire Race all the way to Earth. This one, the dire race fear, more than all others, this one has hounded them and kept them underground for centuries. This one alone could wipe them off the face of the of creation. He is Rom, Lord of the Soul Star Order, Rom the Race Slayer. Hmm. Um, I guess they say this is kind of like a rom-com. <laughs> Funny. No. No. Um Although Sorry. they do make a CD-ROM joke in this. So. Oh, do they? Uh, okay, so technically I could write for this comic then. Yeah. No, like, we like, need a bad joke with ROM. I'm like, ah, I'm on it. Yeah. So um, basically you get like a quick little intro of the race and whatnot and him attacking them. That's and, cool, though. Yeah, it's a really – and then the back page of it, they give you like a bunch of like art samples of like how they drew them and all that stuff. So basically, Marvel has dove back into their archives and goes, well, let's see if there's a new character. No, 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 this isn't Marvel. Oh, then um, who is this? IDW has the rights to Marvel. Or not, no, I'm sorry. I misspoke there. IDW has the rights to ROM. ROM, okay. And so this is an old... As well. Okay, so this is an old character that either Marvel did at some point? Is that what you're saying? Yes, there are... Okay. You can, uh, you know, look up old comics for ROM. Just type in ROM comics and you'll find them. Uh, it was one of those really obscure characters that no one really knew about, obviously. Yeah. Um, along with the Micronauts. Because back in the day, this was like when Marvel had the rights to Transformers, and G.I. Joe, right. and uh, DC had the rights to Star Trek. Yes, that's right. Now IDW pretty much does all that stuff. Yeah, and I mean, Marvel also had the rights to uh, Star Wars. So yes, yes, which I think, like, which is funny because Dark Horse originally had the rights to Star Wars <laughs> and like the Alien and Predator comics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what's cool though is uh, Boba Fett actually made. I, I want to say his first appearance was actually in the comics. Though so before uh, he was actually in movies and whatnot. Yeah, I I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong, but. Um, actually, no. It was his backstory. You get, uh, you get Boba Fett's backstory in the comics. Yeah, because they really didn't give you too much of him in the actual like original movies. It was exactly. just more like he was a bounty hunter. You're like, okay, and then I guess it was just his. What really it was kind of funny, not knowing his backstory, just the look of that character was the fact that mm-hmm. people were like, "This guy's awesome," and everyone's all like, "But he doesn't like. We don't know anything about him, but we're just basing off of his look." So, <laughs> but another cool thing about the Star Wars comics was the very first issue came out before the movie. Ah, and if you actually look at it, Darth Vader is actually green. It's like a very dark green. Really? Wow. Yeah. 
So uh, a couple other books. I got three more. Um, I'll do the yeah. DC one. I got the uh, DC had two books, but I only chose one. The first one was the Suicide Squad book. I didn't get that. Okay. I got the DC Superhero Girls. Oh, cool! Uh, which kind of ties in with that Target line that they have with all the, like the female cosplay items, the dolls, and all that stuff. Which uh, actually is one of my exclusive items that I got in the box this week. Nice. Well, uh, basically, it's about how. Um, I guess they're at like a superhero high school type thing, and all the heroes and some villains are actually in this. Like Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are in this, but the uh, main characters are Batgirl, Supergirl, w- Wonder Woman, Katana, and Bumblebee. Oh. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah. So, uh, it's... question: oh. Is this almost like X Men? Uh, oh, was it? Uh, crap! That uh, cartoon show where they're all in high school. X-Men Evolution? Uh, yeah, X-Men Evolution is kind of no, like that. not or... really. But uh, Amanda Waller is the principal. And that's actually a cool pull. That's a, that's a good pull, actually. That's uh, yeah. that's pretty genius. Um, let's see here. Vice principal is a Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Now, like, it, like some panels, like you'll see some characters in the background, like Green Lantern and the Flash, are hanging out. Um, you see Starfire, you see Beast Boy and Animal Man hanging out. There's Blue oh, Beetle. That's cool. um, so then, of course, they get to their uh, costume making classes, and the teacher is. Uh, hold on a second. Where is it? It's uh, Mister Crazy Quilt, like an feeless oh. villain or whatever. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. He was. Oh, Mr. Quilt. Yeah, Mr. Quilt. I'm trying to remember what... I think yes. they put him in a couple of uh, episodes of um, Batman Brave and the Bolt, too. Yeah, I think so. Um, overall, I mean, it's pretty good. A Wildcat is the gym teacher. Uh, again, that's, like, genius. Like, genius pulls. Like, yeah. that's, like, people who go, you know what, these would be the characters to go in these. Okay, mm-hmm. I like, um, I'm liking this. I think I might pick this up. Yeah, and this is a great little book, you know, for, like, little kids and little girls to read to get you introduced to the characters. So this way, when you grow up and then you start reading the other comics, you're like, oh, I know that character. I know yes. that character. Now, no, I like that. I, th- I think that's smart that they're doing stuff like this, because I always mm-hmm. felt like comic books should not just be for, you know, men or certain ones for women. I feel like everyone should be able to go to a store, pick up a comic book, and read it. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't read this book yet, but it's the uh, Captain America book. <gasps> Captain America? Where basically Captain America is uh, young again. He's no longer an old man. That's right. I remember something happened with his goo goo plex inside of his body. I don't even know. I'm just. Well, uh, originally what happened was Captain America, uh, Red Skull, had taken away the so- super soldier serum out of Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. and he ended up aging to the age that he should be. So I think. So um, he ends up um, being an old man, but he ends up running S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, and the Avengers and all that stuff. So it worked out, but I guess now he's officially back to being regular age. Probably because the Civil War movie came out and people are going to be like, oh, hey, I want to read Captain America, but why is he an old man? 
Yeah, probably. And the fact that they're all, they probably get confused with like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, this guy's Falcon. Falcon's not Captain America. This is confusing to me. I don't understand that there's a difference between a comic book universe and a movie universe. Exactly. A lot. Well, although it looks like Falcon is actually still going to be Captain America Falcon. Captain, that's his, he needs to, okay, he needs to be like Falcon Cap or Cap Falcon. Like, just, just shorten that, not the whole yeah. Captain America Falcon thing. Now, this was the biggest <laughs> book to come out for. Uh, free comic book day and is the prelude to the civil war two event ah ooh, thanos yeah so basically what happens is uh, apparently war machine and miss marvel are dating by the way oh that's such a oh, okay and then they have to do the whole like okay now, go on sorry what happens is war machine meets up with uh captain marvel and black panther and they're waiting for the Inhumans to show up with this guy whose name is Ulysses, and he has the ability to predict the future. Uh-huh. He can't control it. It just randomly happens. Mm-hmm. So while they're meeting him for the first time, he, he gets a vision, and he finds out that Thanos is coming. So apparently he was going after the Cosmic Cube, which was over at one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. So th- uh, they, got, they were ready for him. They gathered up the Avengers of Miss America, Medusa, Spectrum, Crystal, Captain Marvel, She-Hulk, the Human Torch, Black Panther, Blue Marvel, and Dazzler. So basically the A-Force, the all-female Avengers, and then a few other guys. And so then they ambush Thanos when he shows up. They're getting ready to attack him, but then he gets the upper hand again. Um, She-Hulk holds him down, and then War Machine's getting ready to fire... Or no, Medusa holds him down. War Machine's getting ready to fire a giant missile at him, but then Thanos throws Medusa at War Machine. The missile goes off course and hits She-Hulk in the chest. And then... All over her face, neck, and chest, buddy. Really? Really? It's me. Come on. We we, we, we all know. We we need to make this show PG-13. Do we? At least an R, not an X. That that's still R. That's still no, no, no. That's or I'm sorry. Uh, was it NC17? Let's not have that. No, I yeah, no, I I can do a hard R. No, no let's make it a soft R. Soft. No. Nice hey, and soft. As long as, hey, as long as it's not a a, a soft D. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so War Machine freaks out. He's like, oh crap. Jennifer, are you okay? And then Thanos comes out and just basically punches the shit out of uh, War Machine. Mm. And, uh, you know, Captain Marvel freaks out, unleashes her anger out onto Thanos, and then basically it ends with her holding uh, uh, Rhodey in her arms, freaking out. And then, of course, you hear She-Hulk is barely breathing, so both of them are pretty much knocked out. Mm. So... Civil War Two is coming up. They're only really doing this because Civil War, the movie, because you know they figured they can capitalize on it, which I agree is a smart play by them. Capitalize, make more money. Um, I'm trying to find if they have the ad for it in here. If not, yeah, I'm just hoping that they do like a um, uh, what's it called? Like at least they're giving us like a decent storyline. They're not just trying to give us a mediocre storyline to be all like, well, this is Civil War Two and. This is the Civil War movie, so we need more money from you. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I'm trying to find it. There should be an ad for Civil War where it actually shows like the lineup of who's on what side. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Is this it? Is this it? Yes, here we go. 
So on Captain Marvel's side, you got She-Hulk, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Bucky, Medusa, Vision, Spider-Man, War Machine, and Captain America. Okay. On Iron Man's side, you got Black Widow, Falcon. So Falcon and Captain America are on opposite sides. That's interesting. Um, what looks like Hercules, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like the Amadeus Cho Hulk. Okay. Not regular Hulk. And then there's Black Panther, the female Thor, Star-Lord, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Deadpool. Oh, yeah, Deadpool's on my side. And Deadpool's doing a cat's cradle in the image. <laughs> uh, he's my so, favorite. Yeah. So since it was also free comic book day, I went out and picked up a few books. And one of the stores I went to, their entire store was having a sale. And nice. this one, I got this book here for half price. It is uh, Daredevil issue 114, got for five bucks. Nice. Um, really sweet cover with a Swamp Thing. Or, I'm sorry, oh, Man Thing on the man cover. Man Thing, but, but yeah. yeah. Daredevil, so. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice and classy. Yes, so. Definitely needed that for my uh, Daredevil collection because I've been slacking on that, so. Hey, you do what you can, my friend. Yeah. Better than my collection. I, mine's all scattered brain all over the place. And then I picked up a few other books. I haven't really read most of them yet. I'm still getting there, saving for a rainy day and whatnot, but. Yeah. Everything uh, went pretty well. Uh, you didn't do anything for free complicated. No, I always seem to miss it. It's weird. Like, I get hyped up for it, and then something happens in my life, I guess, and I just forget and not do it. So it was kind of sad and depressing. So you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Next year, I'm not even going to say I'm going, and I'll probably end up going. Yeah, because – I was going to say, because like, I sent you a text message saying happy free comic book day at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I didn't get out of bed until like 6 p.m. at that yesterday. Damn. Yeah, it's, uh, I have mental problems. Can't Stop the Pop, where we talk everything and anything pop vinyl. Yeah, so I know you're getting the pop vinyl. Let me just show you stuff that you probably want to waste your money on. Here. Of course, uh, before we dive into our Civil Wars talk about, I will talk about a little bit of the box that came for uh, DC uh, Legions. Um, This was the TV box. Um, The two items I won't have here because I already put them, like, away or whatnot, but I got a patch, which is a Supergirl patch. Okay, cool. Uh, Then the the pin was uh, the Atom. Nice. So that was cool. The comic, um, I actually opened it up, and I really don't open these up sometimes, but I opened this one up because I was curious. So I got a Flash comic. Okay. And it has Flash on it, but what was really cool when I opened it, it was actually the old-style comic of The Flash of Two Worlds. Oh, that's cool. So it was a reprint of that that I thought that was really interesting. So it was, like, very cool. Uh, then I did get this, this uh, Supergirl. Nice. So, yeah, so it looks like this is the exclusive one that's the actual Supergirl from the uh, TV show. Okay, cool. Uh, which I thought was really cool, which I was actually surprised because I was expecting another Dorbs. Yeah. So this was a new change that so was kind of like, okay, this was cool. And then this one I was really excited about, opened it up because I was curious, what are they going to do for the pop final? And it was a nice Jay Garrix. That uh, is cool. That is really very cool. cool. Um, and it's weird, though, because I'm looking at it, and I'm not sure, but it almost looks like his arms can move, but I don't think they can. Hmm. I don't know if this is a new thing they might be doing, but, yeah, I thought that was very, very cool. And, of course, then I showed you the Arrow uh, T-shirt, which I was very surprised. I thought they were going to have more Arrow stuff than they did. They only had one thing, so they did. They focused more on uh, 
I guess, Flash and uh, Supergirl, and they only had the one little thing from, like, Legends of Tomorrow, so. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I mean, you're pretty happy with the box? Um, I'm very happy with the box. I thought it was very – I really like these boxes, which is kind of funny. Mm. Um, even though they're every other week – or not every other week. That'd every be other ridiculous. Month. <laughs> every other month. Um, I'm excited though for July for my birthday month is going to be the uh, Suicide Squad. So that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are you also going to get the? Uh, I think I might have asked you this last episode. Where are you getting the uh, female box yes. from Marvel? Okay. Yes. Uh, see, that's the actual thing. When I, I have so many boxes I'm subscribed to, but I might be uh, maybe getting rid of a few. Mm-hmm. But I'm I most likely definitely will be keeping probably the Marvel and the DC because I think uh, I'm at least getting a pop vinyl out of each one, and the T-shirts I actually think are a better quality. Mm-hmm. So, but on a on a great note, on a great note, when I went to go see the Civil War movie, mm-hmm. I wore my Civil War pop vinyl shirt. Mm-hmm. I was the only one wearing that. Nice. See, I wore mine too. But I had worn my Civil War hoodie over it, and it's the uh, classic Civil War battle from the New York scene at the, like the very final issue where oh, they're nice. fighting. Yeah. So I kind of just kept that zipped up because it was kind of cold here during that time, and it was also wet, so and I didn't really get to show off. So free comic book day, I was like, you know what? I barely wore this shirt. I'm going to wear it again today because mm-hmm. it was such a nice day, and I got so many compliments. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, where would you get that shirt? That's an awesome shirt. It's like no one had seen it before, so I was like, awesome. Yeah, because when I went to the theater, it was very, like, there was a lot of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a lot of Captain America, sh- at least shirts. Um, I mean, when everyone asked you what team you were on, it seemed pretty even. Uh, like before, because we did, like, the, you know, the sneak peek, or not the sneak peek, but the day before uh, mm-hmm. watching of it. But, yeah, a lot of Captain America shirts, a couple of uh, that, but then me uh, just having that pop vinyl shirt I thought was kind of cool. So, like, yeah, because I didn't see anybody have it. Because, uh, mm-hmm. like, I saw a lot of people with, like, the Deadpool shirt that I got from uh, Loot Crate with him, like, upside down screaming tacos. <laughs> so, uh, like, I've seen that, like, a couple of times on other people, and it's just very rare, like, that I, was, mm-hmm. I would assume with that thing. So, yeah, I really do like these, their little collections. Like, in fact, if anything, I'm all, like, I would literally be, like, hitting them up, be like, dude, can we totally, like, have you guys as sponsors? Because yeah. I, I think they have, like, a legitimate, like, cool box, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to do that because I really cannot afford to get uh, these boxes anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm broke. I'm trying to save money because yeah. I got a convention coming up in August. Yeah, me, I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at the point of, like, that's why I have to tone down some of the boxes, because right now I'm, like, living off of the, uh, all right, overtime money, everything's great, but that will go away, and then I'll realize, oh, shit, I am broke as a joke, so, but, mm-hmm. uh, did you get some good previews? Oh, for uh, Civil War? Civil War? Yeah, um, I got to see the new uh, Days of Fe- or, I'm sorry, the new Apocalypse trailer with Wolverine at the end. Very nice. That was cool. Um, saw Doctor Strange again. The extended one? Yeah, just the... I, I don't know if it was extended or what, but, like, it... Look, honestly, from what I've seen of the trailer, I really don't care for the movie right now. Because mm. it looks like it's just his origin and whatnot, and it looks just like a copy-paste of Inception. Uh, a little bit, yeah. No, the... the Like, they had the teaser one that they showed online and on Jimmy Fallon or whatever they showed it. And... Or Kevin... No, not Kevin. What's his name? Jimmy Kimmel. Um... <laughs> And then they, uh, when I saw the thing, I was like, oh, the Doctor Strange, uh, you know, one. But then when I was watching it, going like, oh, no, this is, they've added stuff to this. This is a little bit more extended kind of stuff. And, yeah, I kind of figure if you think about it, we're getting, like, another origin story. But I think they have to do one 
Not mm-hmm. only because we don't know the character, but the fact that they're introducing kind of like the quote-unquote magic now well, to the no, Marvel I Universe. Get, I get they have to do an origin for him, but the trailer itself is just all origin. I'm like, I want to see him in action in the suit. Well, that's the thing at the end. Of, yeah, I think at the end of the trailer, you see him walking up the yeah, stairwell, and you can see yeah. the... Congratulations, I can see him walking up a freaking stairwell in a suit. Okay, I want to see him jump. I want to hear him say, holy Hogarth. I want to see him uh, do the finger, th- the Spider-Man symbol, but upside down and symbols coming out of it. I mean, Like that, on. he's all like, I'm Doctor Strange. I'll take that. I mean, <laughs> all we see is just him. They're basically like, oh, hey, magic's real, by the way. He's like, oh, I don't believe in magic, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool. Give me some action for this freaking trailer. So far, I am not impressed. This is this may be the one Marvel movie I don't care for. Besides Iron Man Two. Uh, Kyle, can we now start doing uh, Kyle's trailer reviews? Where like, <laughs> if there's a trailer you just don't like, because I thought that was great. You're like, no, I don't care. Fuck this guy. Stupid origin movie. No, 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 I don't care that it's an origin movie. I know that they have to do it because the closest thing we've gotten to Doctor Strange so far was in Winter Soldier when he got name dropped. Yeah. And in Spider-Man uh, 2 when he got name dropped. But I understand we have to have a Doctor Strange origin movie. I don't want an origin trailer. Uh, I honestly now will be disagreeing with origin stories after what they did with Civil War. Well... To an extent, because if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, um, oh no, I wasn't even talking about uh, with him. Uh, I was talking about um, what they did with Black Panther. I think we'll get more of an origin with him in the Black Panther movie. I guarantee we will, but I thought it was a very easy way just to be like, boom, 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 and then it all kind of transferred with the story and went into it. So I was well, like, I mean, that was like a smart way. I mean, it's not like I was bit by a radioactive panther. No. Um, it's... <laughs> Wait, that's not his origin story? Damn no. It. I mean, he does briefly say the Black Panther is the elite warriors of my people. I am a warrior, so... Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. Plain and simple. That's all you really need for the time being. But eventually, if they give us, like, an origin of, like, how the whole Black Panther thing started, like, in the very beginning, just give us, like, a quick little intro, like, a voiceover mm-hmm. by the actor who plays uh, T'Challa, and mm-hmm. there you go. Done. Done. But, uh, yeah, I think it's time <clears throat> for us to talk about the most anticipated it, movie of the summer. Morphin time? Is it Morphin? T- oh, wait, do we want to talk about that first? I, I think we should. Okay. So, form of disappointment. Um, <laughs> Those are the Wonder Twins. Oh, that's and, right. And you can only be an, an animal or water. <laughs> yeah, what's with that? It's like, I'm going to be a giraffe. Well, I'm going to be shit. What? <laughs> Liquid shit. That doesn't help this situation. Well, you always get to be the animal, so you. Well, just throw me. Yeah. No, uh, okay, so. The monkey. There you go. Um, so we'll talk about so Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movies. Obviously, they've been wanting to do a reboot and a new movie for quite some time. It's been going, not going, backburners, not backburnings. You probably know more about the details than I did. But yes. so far, Rita Repulsive picture has been released. And also now, finally, we get to see what the look of the new Power Ranger costumes look like. Yeah. Um, 
So, so Kyle, I will yeah, let you I'll, take it away because you know more yes. about this than I do. So basically when Saban Brands bought the rights back from Disney, uh, they had been having plans for doing a – they had announced that they were planning on doing a movie along with everything else that they had announced for it. We all thought it was this one movie that they had done after the Super Samurai – or after Samurai series where it was called Clash of the Red Ranger – where they had two, they had a Red Ranger from the previous season come into this, and they made like a, I wouldn't say a full length movie, but it was more just like a hour long, maybe a little bit longer than that thing. So we all thought that was the movie. Okay. Come to find out, when they announced that they were actually teaming up with Lionsgate to create the movie, to create the movie, we're like, oh, even better. So we're getting a full movie, obviously based off the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger series. And they just recently released the uh, Rita Repulsa costume, which I think looks badass. Because, to be perfectly honest with you, the original, I mean, it's kind of dated. It's got Madonna boobs. Yeah. So, and then recently we just got the suits. Now, it took me a while, but I'm starting to appreciate the suits. Now, um, hands down, I will agree with somebody made the comment, and I'm like, well, I, I, it, it is kind of that. Uh, this Our friend Annabelle, who's been on uh, Socially Awkward and does a lot of cosplay stuff with her husband and things like that, she made the joke going, like, it looks like Tony Stark and the Commander Shepard from Mass Effect Games got together and made these armor. I'm like, okay, I, I can see that kind of humor, but also I'm all looking at it going, like, they're trying something new. Uh, and well, It's not necessarily new, because the very first oh, time they had armor on. Yes. Now, very bad padded leather yes. armor. Uh, <laughs> armor, and you really can't do spandex for this. It's not believable. Yes, it works for the TV show because it's a TV show. You really don't think about it, mm-hmm. but for a full length movie, you really got to think about it. And armor does seem to fit the best. And with recent movies like Pacific Rim, Iron Man, and anything else that I can think of now, but not at the time. Suits seem to be the big thing. So it only made sense. And now the picture that they sent out could have been better. Because the angle that the Black Ranger is at, it looks like his entire armor is black. But but we know that he's he's got the white diamond right there on his chest. But it's just hard to see. Yeah, And then if you look closely, it looks like the pink ranger just got duplicated and then they just put a white covering over her or a yellow covering over her because the mm-hmm. yellow and pink ranger look exactly the same. Helmet wise, at least. I yeah. mean, the yeah. body armor, obviously. Now, the pink ranger doesn't have her uh, skirt like she did in the series. But again, that's not practical for this. Yeah. Um, they gave them boob armor. So, I mean, that's something. I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just trying to say, I mean, I'm just saying, like... Yeah, the correlation between, like, yeah. male and female. Um, it's not like they're giving her, like, Power Girl armor suits where it's like, oh, hey, look, everything's covered except for your cleavage and your thighs. Yeah, what? see, that's what I was curious about. What if they literally gave the men, like, the armor, and then the women just had, like, the scandal-looking armor, and everyone's all like, what? Yeah, people would be rioting and pissed off, so... Uh, I bet they would. So, thankfully, they didn't do that. Um... As far as I can tell, everything, again, it took me time to get used to the armor because uh, I didn't want to make any opinions just yet. I sent, I sent the picture to my wife. She said it looks like Transformers. Uh, I sent the picture to my roommate, and she said it looked like Iron Man armor. And a lot of people were saying Iron Man armor and whatnot, but 
after a while, I was like, you know what? It doesn't look that bad. Um, I just really want to see it in action. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, all we're getting is concept pictures or concept art of how things mm-hmm. are going to look. We don't know exactly what how the, how the feel of this movie is going to be yet. And for all we know, the armor could fit that time period, whatever they're doing. They could, For all we know, this Power Ranger movie could be taking place in, like, a different time period altogether. So Yeah. Now, the Rita Repulsa one we know is accurate because there's been leaked uh, footage on set of her. Mm-hmm. And she does wield her staff cool. still, so that that's always great. Um, and there's been a lot of people speculating that the correlation between Ritter Pulse's armor, since it's all green, is connected to the Green Ranger. Ranger, which I thought was kind of interesting as well. Because, I mean, in the show, she did create the Green Ranger and whatnot. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the next movie or at the end of this movie is like a after-the-scenes-or-whatever thing, the Green Ranger shows up. Like you know, like yeah. after credits thing or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Or the or they do something like this. Like it's like the end of the the the. It's like oh, and by the way, we have a new student joining us. What's your name, Tommy? And it just ends, and everyone's like, <gasps> no. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. But that, the, that the funny part is doing something like that. That would get people going. Like holy, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. With Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the the first remake movie, I was mm-hmm. saying like that would have been like they, like how how many people didn't really like the movie or people who did like the movie or whatnot. But literally to make me go back to that movie again, literally if you had that post credit scene at the end where it just had a rhinoceros and a warthog and going like, oh, we have big plans, you know, for the turtles later, mm-hmm. and then it just ends. I'd be like, I'm on board. I'm like, there's Bebop and Roxy right there. It's mm-hmm. all like, okay, well, shut up and take my money. Well, here's the thing though, Green Lantern did that with Sinestro. Yeah, but that movie was just bad. <laughs> uh, Turtles, I, to be fair, I mean, Turtles was kind of bad, too. But no, I know. the sequel looks pretty good. Well, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, the problem, well, Green Lantern just was a uh, was a mess just because, like, even, like, Ryan Reynolds said in, like, an uh, interview, he's like, he's like, I was happy to get the role, but he's like, the biggest problem was we didn't even have a script. And they started, and they started like, we need to do stuff. And he's like, uh, okay. I still want to know if Amanda Waller died or not in that movie. Oh, crap, that's right. Yeah. I... So, but, uh, anyway, um, and one last thing before we go into Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a few uh, tweets at us from our oh. last episode when we talked about some of the episodes. Uh, first up, Nick... Bon Ventre Jr. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. I'm horrible at those. He says, there's a good reason why no one gets hurt in the Cargo Bay and Legend of the Time and why the Time Paradox and Flash works. It's... And then he walks away. <laughs> good answer. So, another live tweet, and this is a couple tweets. Uh, this is from Toy Empire at Toy underscore Empire. After listening to the Longbox cast discussion of The Flash, who's in the mask, it made me wonder if it is Barry Allen. Not a doppelganger, but the Barry Allen Flash who went missing during Crisis show um, and the digital paper reverse Flash show during season one in the secret room with Gideon. Ooh. Because remember how it said Flash disappears in Crisis... So a lot of people are thinking, hey, so he's thinking, you know, what if it's that Barry that went missing? Now, 
something happened in the last episode of Flash. Uh, have you watched that episode yet? From last crap, week? Crap, crap. The last one I watched was the one where he didn't have his powers and he had to go after that guy who was aging incredibly after he okay. used his strength and stuff so, like that. Okay, you haven't seen the episode then. I'll keep it Damn short. It. Basically, okay. basically, he went to the talk to <laughs> You're never caught up. Um, I know. Kevin Smith's episodes this week, by the way. Yeah, okay, I gotta catch up. Okay, go ahead, though. So basically, uh, Barry Allen went to go talk to his dad because they're thinking about restarting the particle accelerator to uh, get Barry's powers back. So Barry decides to go talk to his dad, and he explains everything that's what's going on, and he mentions that uh, Jay's last name was Garrick. Mm-hmm. And his dad goes, Garrick? Huh. My mother's maiden name was Garrick. Ooh, what, wait, whoa, okay. So, so, Barry's grandmother maiden name was Garrick. So, which leads me to believe maybe the man in the mask mm-hmm. could be, I don't know, but there's something there. There's definitely something there. Yeah, because uh, Eric and I were talking about it, because Eric... Uh, Dewey is a very big um, Flash. Like he likes watching the Flash and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. But he said he's like he's like I want to say it's another J like from another like Earth or something like that because like when they mentioned like he was trying to spell out his his mm-hmm. name or one, then he said J and then he started flipping out going like well no J isn't here but then I'm wondering if he was trying to let them know like no 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 I'm J so I wonder exactly. if this might actually be the J Garrett that actually should this, be the hero yes. of Flash. That's my guess too because I mean again. Jay Garrick, where do you get a name like that to disguise yourself, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's possible you came up with that on the fly, but, again, there's got to be an actual explanation for that. So that could be the real Jay Garrick, who could be an actual old person, like, in the comics. Yeah. So if he ends up being, like, an old speedster, man, that'd be freaking awesome, and ends up being would... stuck on Earth uh, one with everyone else. But I, yeah. will, I will say this. We may have two new speedsters. Ooh. I'm not going to say just, anything else, but you need to watch last week's episode. Because I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Since when they, they ended the one episode that I saw when he said we got to do the, you know, the particle accelerator again, I was curious. I'm like, oh, is what's-his-face going to get powers then, Wally West? I'm not going to say anything. Okay. But you need to watch last week's episode. I will definitely do that. Um, all okay. right, so... Without further ado, kids, now I will say this. We gave you all this episode. That's why I figured we'd leave this to the end. So if, you're, if you made it this far and you have not seen Civil War, shut it off. Now go see Civil War. Come back to the end of this episode because Kyle and I will be spoiling the heck out of this because it's a fantastic movie, and I've been wanting to talk about it with a bunch of people. And I'm like, <laughs> like finally, Eric saw it, I think, last night. Matthew's seeing it today. And I'm just like I was. I was trying not to give stuff away with things where I'm just all like, oh, I was like Spider Man and Black Panther and oh. other stuff. So, so before we talk about Civil War, I just wanted to put in our sponsors. You can find us on LawBoxCast.com. We are part of the Four Ride Radio Network, the Fern. For more great shows and information, visit FourRideRadio.com. You can always listen to us on Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast. Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. We are sp- uh, one of our great sponsors is Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And as you know, we are gr- 
proud supporters of Comic Care Comics. If you have any comics you no longer need, donate them to Comic Care Comics. Uh, a bunch of little kids in the hospitals could really use them right about now, so donate away. Um, what are you doing with them? Just sitting in a box. Most of them probably aren't even worth the paper that they were printed on originally. So, again, donate to Comic Care Comics. So, I first off just want to say the one-liners in this movie were just great. Mm. And I also want to say, if I do not get a costume change for Vision to be in a sweater vest in Disney Infinity, I will be pissed. <laughs> that was great. I loved how uh, Vision was basically trying to be, you know, almost like human. He's all like putting clothing on and like all that cooking. kind of stuff. But yeah, cooking, uh, which yeah. was phenomenal. Like just all these kind of things. But yeah, no, every character I think in this movie, like everyone was thinking like – um, you know, if they're like, oh, there's too many or you can't do this or whatnot. I think all the characters fit perfectly in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, to me, like when I, when I tell people, like, you're not going to, to me, who stole the show when he finally appeared, everyone's all like Spider-Man. I'm like, no, Spider-Man was good, but he didn't steal the show. They're like Black Panther. I'm like, no, Black Panther was phenomenal, didn't steal the show. I'm like, Ant-Man. Yeah. As soon as Ant-Man came in, I was just like, he's so still freaking hilarious. And just, oh, man. And I'm surprised. I want to get this part out of the way. Was there anything you did not like about the movie? Um, I'm trying to think. Just kind of like, honestly, I don't know. things that bothered me. You go ahead, because I'm trying to think if there was anything that bothered me. First off was... I thought Crossbones was going to be in this movie a lot longer than the five seconds that he was in. Yes. And the second thing that bothered me the most, and this really bothered me the most, was every time they went to a new place, they put in big, bold, white letters of where they're going. Yeah, that I was... That the shit out of me. I was, I was curious about that, too, because I was all like, whatever happened to just, like, the bottom of something just being like... Yeah, like, so I don't know if digital... But no... Queens. Uh, yeah, I I think the only thing that bothered me was uh, the with the with uh, Spider Man and uh, Tony Stark, where like all of a sudden he's like, "No, I'm going here," and it said Queens. You're like, "All right, cool," and then he goes there, but then it's all like, "How did you figure this out?" Yeah, and no one else has. I, I was trying to figure. I'm like, "How the hell did Tony Stark figure out that Peter Parker was Spider Man?" Yeah, I'm like, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to say like, there's no way he could have done that. I'm pretty sure Tony Stark could figure stuff out, but I'm all like. But it seemed like for Spider-Man, who's always been very good, careful with his secret identity and stuff like that, just for like this billionaire to be like, yep, you're Spider-Man. Well, I mean, Tony Stark does have satellites, so maybe he was tracking Spider-Man on one of his satellites, saw him swing into the apartment building, and then just kind of tried to match up who could possibly be. That's so, true. I mean, that's my guess, and I'm going to leave it there. But, I mean... <sighs> That was that was actually a one grab I had, but I mean, other than that, just those big bold white letters that really annoyed me. Yeah, that was I was trying to figure that out too because it was all like I don't know if you're just like you thought there was going to be a lot of kids here, and when the words come up on the screen, like we wouldn't catch it, and the kids should. I don't know that. Okay, yeah, I was curious about that too because it was all like, yeah, it kept happening, and I like I was like, okay, that's fine, and then I'm just all like, why are the letters so big? Mm -hmm. Um, Now. I did like how it opened up with the whole Winter Soldier, and you find out that he was the one who killed Tony Stark's parents. Oh, yeah, so that was... <laughs> he had known Hydra had taken them out. Yes. yes. We um, found and out in Winter Soldier that it was Hydra that took him out. We just didn't yes. know how. Yeah, we didn't know how, and I knew, and I know Captain America knew 
that Hydra killed Tony Stark's parents, but he didn't know like who was the actual like person who exactly. did it. He just know. Yeah, and that was actually another gripe I had was near the end when Tony Stark starts flipping out because he's like, "You killed my mother." Yeah. I'm like, dude, he was under the control of Hydra. Well, okay, he had no control. They under it's that, but you also have to realize it's kind of like that. Everything finally kind of sinks in, and then already you're kind of like, it's kind of also a betrayal because it's like when he talked, he asked Captain, and Captain's like, "Well, I I knew, but I didn't know who," kind of thing. And then like exactly. Iron Man, and Iron Man's kind of like, "You most likely were probably trying to defend your you know friends, so it's all like screw you kind of exactly. thing." Cap should have told Tony, but I mean, yeah, I I don't know, but I mean, other than those few things, other than that, the movie was great. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Um, I love the fact they actually brought in the raft, the right. security prison. Oh yes, yes. When he mentioned, when they say that he's going to the raft, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to the raft. Now, for those who don't know, um, the raft has a huge story when the New Avengers comic first came out. Uh, basically, there was a security failure by Electro, who had cut the electricity from the prison all the villains escaped and for the first couple of issues of new avengers they were out trying to hunt down all of these villains Mm. and it was such a great story now the raft is supposed to be a couple of uh maybe like a mile or two away from uh new york city it's basically just one quick little spider swing away if you will yeah but it's supposed to be off the coast of new york city um so the fact they moved it a little bit further back <laughs> makes sense because, you know, you don't want anyone to break out and be like, oh, hey, look, uh, let's just swim. Yeah, you know. So um, I did enjoy – the fact they actually put that in there was pretty cool. Um, the scene with Hawkeye just being all pissed off at Tony Stark was great. Oh, yeah. Usually you see Hawkeye as like a smart-ass guy. He doesn't really give a shit, but when he was pissed – I mean, mm-hmm. all those things. Now, let's get to the good shit of the airport battle. Okay, yeah. So the airport battle um, was pretty phenomenal. Of uh, uh, just jumping into it, uh, this Spider-Man I think is the best Spider-Man we've had. Yes, I will agree to that. Um, I thought his quips were very funny. I like actually yes. all the little jokes, like especially mm-hmm. just like. We've all seen this. He comes in, takes Captain America's shield, lands, and goes, hi, everybody. But then right off the bat, he's just all like, oh, Captain America, big fan. kind of." And I just like Tony's all like, "We don't, you don't need to have the chit-chat. You just just – Yeah. Well, because <laughs> what people don't uh, – a lot of people don't know is that the reason why Spider-Man's always talking when he battles and whatnot is because he's nervous. Yes. And this is his defense mechanism to make him feel better, just to keep talking. Because it also throws yeah. your opponent off guard. Yes. But yeah, I think yeah. they did a great job with him. Uh, I, in fact, I I didn't expect him to be in it that as much as he was. Yeah, I I was amazed by the fact he he held his own against Falcon and Winter Soldier together, and then held his own again against Captain America. Well, that's what I liked about it. They really showed Spider Man's like strength in this one. Like we've yeah. seen it before and stuff like that, but they really showed you like when Spider Man catches like the Winter Soldier's like metal arm, he's all like, oh, and even the Winter Soldier was like. What the hell? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love like, how Falcon's like. Everyone's got a gimmick now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I, I and funny part is how they explained the ice shutters. They didn't even have to do it, but they explained it. 
like in the beginning where he had the one goggles and he's all like how do you see through these things he's like well i have this like sense thing and it's like overwhelming so this kind of like tones it down so i can mm-hmm. you know do this stuff but also i i and the thing with ant-man where he takes the shield and ant-man just kind of he grows big knocks spider-man down and then grabs the shield and hands it back to him. he's like i believe this is yours yeah but I also love how, like, they explain how Spider-Man gets his suit. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in the past two movies, yes, uh, he managed to make his own suit. I'm sorry, but there's no way you were able to make such a high suit, high technical suit like that. See, that's what my theory has always been. I'm like, how did a kid... Yes. So they explain this. Tony Stark built the suit for Spider-Man. Yeah. So, and that makes sense, I feel. I'm like, that's fine. That's a legitimate point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the fact that he made his own web shooter stole. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, they, they that was a, because I always was questioned about that, because technically they never put it in the original Spider-Man movie with Tom McGuire, where they could have, where he was doing the wrestling for a bit, and technically how Spider-Man got his costume was from that wrestling stuff, where they actually made him the Spider-Man costume. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, overall, I mean, now, the actor who plays Spider-Man is only 19 years old, so I think he's a perfect fit yes. for Spider-Man, because Andrew Garfield was pretty much almost 30. Yes. But he's one of those 30s that looks like he could be 20. Mm-hmm. And then Tobey Maguire was about 28 when he was being Spider-Man. But they they always showed him in high school. And it's like, are you really in high school? Yeah. Um, I was reading an article about it, and they call it the 90210 syndrome. Mm. So the fact that they actually got a 19-year-old to play a 15-year-old, it was perfect. Yeah, I, it was perfect. believable. Um, I believe he was a high school kid, you know, just living with his aunt. And by the way, I love how they make the fun of make fun of the fact that Aunt May keeps getting younger and younger. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, in the first movie, I mean, she was in no disrespect towards the actress, but she was old as dirt. Yeah, she was an old woman. Um, the next one, I mean, a lot younger, but still had some age to her. This one, I'm like, what are you thirty? But then again, you think about it, it's all like. Not necessarily did Aunt May ever have to be like this old woman. They always just depict her because technically Aunt is supposed to be like her, you know, his her dad's sister or her mom's sister, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, for all we know, Stanley and Steve Ditko could have just modeled her after one of their own family members. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I thought the Spider-Man stuff was great. Um, fucking Black Panther uh, was phenomenal. Oh. Uh, I think they did a. I think they did a great job with getting him into being the Black Panther and everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like everything they put into that movie did not like. It wasn't like one of these like, okay, you're just throwing superheroes in here just to have superheroes kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like everything kind of made sense. Yeah. Now I kind of wish they would have explained Hawkeye a little bit better about how they were able to recruit him. That yeah, that was kind of because he just kind of showed up at the Avengers complex, and according mm-hmm. to him, he was supposed to be retired. Exactly, and he was supposed to be on vacation and everything. So I love when um, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow were fighting. Yes. And he's like, so we're still friends, right? And he goes, just depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah. And then I actually kind of like that because then she took uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, takes um, uh, Black Widow and throws her and says, like, you were pulling your punches. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, you really can't expect Hawkeye to really try and knock out Black Widow. They're best friends for crying out loud. Yeah. He was, he was going to name one of his kids after her, but it ended up being a boy. 
So you really cannot blame him for pulling his punches against Black Widow. No, but then also kind of like the the adjustment that Black Widow did too, um, where she was just like she kind of switched sides and was all like, "Okay, I can kind of see where you're going with this, Captain." So and she's like, "I know I'm not going to be able to um, stop you, so I might as well just let you go because there's no one going to stop you." Uh, but yeah, no, but that entire fight sequence was amazing. I liked uh, Spider-Man did a really good job fighting and stuff like that. I liked uh, I liked the jokes they made. They made even Star Wars Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars joke, which was fantastic. I was like, oh, you guys own both of these things. So you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I – but the thing with Ant-Man, which was great, where he's all like, well, I can do this thing. I did it mm-hmm. once, and I passed out, and uh, it was in a lab, though, but I've only done it once. And right when he was saying that, I was like, oh, yeah, is it going to – Yes. Is yes. gonna, and then Giant now, Man came out. Now, I need you to check your phone real quick because I just sent you something. Yes. It's a picture. <laughs> that, that is great. That is, yeah. that is fantastic. For everyone who wants to know, basically it is a Spider-Man as a pilot on Hoth, and the ad-at is Ant-Man because of the jokes that they made when yeah. he's like, Hey guys, you seen that, uh, star Wars movie or that star Wars movie or whatever. And I love how a uh, warmer. She's like, geez, Tony, how old is this guy? Yeah. It's all like, how old is this kid? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm um, sorry, yeah. So, yeah, that was really good. And then when they were, uh, actually I didn't, I didn't see that coming. So when they were escaping and, uh, Tony Stark and, um, War Machine are heading after uh, them, and then uh, Vision went to go shoot Falcon, and Falcon shut down his stuff and went down, and it hit um, War Machine. Mm-hmm. So we've seen that in the trailer. So War Machine, you know, hits the ground. Everyone thinks he might be dead, but he actually just gets like you know kind of paralyzed. Mm-hmm. But what I loved about it, where he sits there, and like everyone kind of was like, if you think about it, no one really wanted to kill anybody in this fight. Like they were just trying to stop them. They were just trying to bring people in. Like it it was, they basically didn't want to get too far, but that, that point where like Tony's holding a war machine and Falcon's just like, man, I'm sorry. And Tony's just like, boom, and just hits him with like his blaster. I was just like, Oh shit. Tony is pissed. But then I didn't really care because I think Falcon's kind of a throwaway character anyways. Well, if you think, and I'm trying not to play the race card here, but Falcon and war machine were kind of good friends. In a way, yeah. Um, another thing I noticed though was in the beginning when General Ross is naming off all of the uh, uh, things that happened, he mentions mm-hmm. New York, and you, they zoom, they kind of show you Rhodey's face, and he kind of has this face of disappointment and guilt. It's because he wishes he was there to help them in New York City. Yeah. Because there's a uh, after Avengers and before Iron Man three comic book that shows War Machine showing up while they're eating shawarma, and he's like, "What are you guys doing? I just got here. Sorry, I'm late. I, I wish you guys would have at least called me." Because he was dealing something with the Middle East, and once he got done, he heard about New York City and raced all the way here. So yeah. he missed out on helping them for. Thing so he always kind of regrets not being able to help him. Oh, okay. So I thought that yeah, was sorry. Actually put that in there. I'm sorry, I got like a text message telling me something. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, 
Um, yeah, no. Well, that actually makes sense because if you think about it, if you go through Iron Man 3, which I know a lot of mm-hmm. people do not like Iron Man 3, I actually really enjoyed Iron Man 3 because you actually get to see Tony Stark mm-hmm. outside of the suit actually kick some ass. So I was like, hey, see, the man I've can do something. I've only seen it once. I haven't seen it again. So I, I'm um, for a rewatch soon. Uh, I mean, but to each his own. Everyone is allowed to have their own opinion about stuff. But that was like a thing if you noticed with uh, War Machine in that movie when he became the Iron Patriot, which technically he shouldn't be the Iron Patriot because in the comics it's, you know, um, uh, Norman Osborn and whatnot, but I'm not even going to touch that. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that, like, he was, you know, pretty much owned by the government at that point, so they pretty much, okay, you have to go here, you have to go there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm curious if that was the correlation why he couldn't be with helping the Avengers at that time because exactly. they were like, nope, you got to do this mission. And that's. Which- it's funny because if that's the case, then you think he would be against the Sokovia Accords yeah. because Cap says, what if they send us somewhere we don't want to be or we want to be somewhere and they won't send us? So yes, exactly. Like you think would you know affect Rhodey more, but no, he sides with uh, um, Iron Man. Now, I didn't realize, but they did a really good job of editing the trailer of getting Spider-Man out. Yes, because when that lineup happens. Yeah, because when they do a lineup where like everyone shows up on the side, Spider-Man's there next to War Machine and Black Widow, but they completely took they him out for took the trailer. Out, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, I thought that was... But yeah, that was really kind of cool when that happened. Um, That's the other thing I wanted to talk about when they were t- basically, you know, Thunderbolt is talking to them and telling them about all this stuff. And then even when Tony starts there and Tony actually admits, like, he's like, look, we need to be held accountable. It's like, this happened. It's like, okay, this happened. He even said, he's like, I designed this, you know, AI thing. He's like, that was on me. Like, it's like, it's like, we, we do need to be put in check at a certain point. So you can kind of go, well, at least he's owning up to it and not just going mm-hmm. like, nope, it was all of us. He was like, no, I, I know I fucked up when I made when I built Ultron, exactly. um, you know, which I thought was kind of like big of him and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Although I love how he's like, uh, do you know where Hulk and Thor are right now? And he doesn't respond. Yeah. I'm like, right, you don't know where Hulk is, but you know where Thor is. Thor is on Asgard right now, dealing with his own shit. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, but it's true. But Thunderbolt said he's like, look, if I had these huge power, you know, high powered nukes, and I lost track of those, that wouldn't be such a wise idea, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was great that they finally brought Thunderbolt Ross back. Yeah, especially the same guy who played him, too, because I thought he did a yes. phenomenal job in that Incredible so, Hulk movie. Because a lot of people are saying that the Incredible Hulk movie really isn't connected to the Marvel Universe because it was a different actor that played uh, Bruce Banner. But you also got to remember the very ending sequence when Tony Stark shows up and talks to Thunderbolt Ross at the end. Plus, I would say that it is valid because they do have, you know, uh, there's a thing in the, you know, uh, Daredevil show where it says, like, the battle in Harlem, which Mm -hmm. was Hulk between Hulk and Abomination. So it's like Hulk is, you know, they are counting that movie in in that universe. So Exactly. So, but a lot of people are saying that now that Thunderbolt Ross is actually in the movie Civil Mm -hmm. War, they're kind of counting it more. And I'm like, all right, you people are just crazy. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, overall, just loved this movie. I mean, yeah, really well done, really well delivered. I'm curious now where things are going to lead to mm-hmm. uh, in Although, the Marvel universe. Another gripe I had, I completely forgot about this, uh, was the main villain of um, Zemo. 
Yeah, Zemo. Completely changed his backstory. Because mm-hmm. he's actually a Hydra um, yeah. general and whatnot. But I was like, really? You guys couldn't even p- afford a purple ski mask for like 10 seconds in the freaking movie. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with that a little bit. I was like, like mm. The guy goes into harsh Russian winter. Why not give him a purple ski mask just for the one scene when he's trying to get into the building? Yeah. Give me that, and I will forgive the fact that you completely ruined his backstory. Mm. And just made him a Sokovian citizen. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, and then Hawkeye, Ant-Man, uh, Falcon get arrested. Yeah, well, I did like that. That was funny because when uh, he finally showed up, you know, Tony Stark going like, okay, look, I I saw, like, I need need your guys' help. It's like I didn't plan for all this kind of stuff to happen, but technically... Your leader kind of left you guys there, you know, kind of thing. But I did yeah. like with Hank, I did like when Scott Scott Langley's like, you know, Hank already told me never to trust a Stark. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't expect, I didn't think this would happen with you guys. And then uh, Hawkeye is like, Well, what do you think was going to happen to us? You know, throw yeah. us a parade. Um. But then he, you know, he talks to Falcon. And he's like, Look, I need your help. I need to know where they're going. I'm, I've disabled their computers for like 30 seconds. You got, or I disabled their computers. You have 30 seconds before they realize that it's not their machines. Mm-hmm. So that happens. But then I love how Captain America shows up at the end and breaks them out. Yeah. So that was great. So obviously we'll get them again, but now they're wanted fugitives. I wouldn't be, and he's still calling them Avengers. So I have a feeling this is going to be the secret Avengers. Mm. Uh, another. Um, Avenger group in the comics. So I wouldn't be surprised that this is going to be his secret Avengers and whatnot. But it sucks for Hawkeye because he's like, now I can't see my wife. Yeah. And it'll be interesting for the Ant-Man and Wasp movie because it's like, oh, hey, I'm a wanted fugitive again. Um, So I'm interested to see how they'll do his movie. But like, if you notice... Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, as I was saying, like, th- this was the pinnacle point in the movie because now you're thinking, like, you're going to have all these other movies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what the storylines are going to be for these movies because now you're also – this whole dis- this whole like problem happens. So people are on, like, sides of the fence. You know, some people are wanted, some people are not. And then you're also breaking down to the fact that, like, everyone has to band together again to fight this one threat in the, yes. in the next Avengers movie, which now the name has not been released, but they have said they're changing yes. the name of that. Yes, uh, they haven't come up with a name yet, but they're changing Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2 to something different, mm-hmm. mostly because they said that the two movies are completely are more different from each other. So they want to change it up. So it's going to be more like Avengers 3 and Avengers 4 than Avengers Infin- uh, Part 1 and Part 2. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're going to be filming them back-to-back. Yeah. So... If anything, the first one might be like, you know, uh, something else is happening, but Thanos is in the background gathering everything mm. until the very end in which I have a feeling Thanos' last stop is going to be Vision. Yeah. He find where he uh, attacks Vision, he gets the uh, mind gem, and then uh, – he's basically ready to conquer everything and that's where the movie's going to end where he's got all the infinity gems he's got the gauntlet yeah so i can see 
um, all the uh, Avengers and all the everyone just getting together at the final movie. Yeah. But I have a feeling the Thanos part is going to be like a backstory for everything of the first part. It's mm. kind of it's going to be like you know oh hey here's what's going on here's the main story with the Avengers. Meanwhile, in another part of space, Thanos yeah. is attacking the Nova Corps. Yeah, because I have a feeling like I think the Guardians of the Galaxy are probably going to show up on Earth before Thanos do to be like yeah this this basically tyrant because honestly everybody in on Earth have no idea who Thanos is. Right, um, and since they don't know who the Guardians are, I can see the Avengers attacking the Guardians for a good battle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying before they're like, oh, you know, it's like last time alien species came to our Earth, it didn't, you know, go well or whatnot. And they'd be mm-hmm. like, and that's a great joke right there. You could be like, you know, a Star-Lord's like, I'm not an alien. I'm human. Look at me. I'm human. And it's all like, yeah, I have a tree and a raccoon and this big lumbering guy and a green check, but I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. So we'll see what happens there, but. If you look at the lineup for the next couple movies, I mean, you got Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, none of which are the heroes from Civil War except for Black Panther. Yes. So you're really not going to see what's going on with Captain America and his crew for a while. Mm-hmm. Probably not until Ant-Man and Wasp or um, Avengers. And not to mention now with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, yes. is, that's actually tacked in now. That's part of the Marvel um, mm-hmm. movie universe. So we get to actually see what Spider-Man has to deal with the fallout from all this as well in his movie. Exactly. Um, so, again, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't find out what happens to everyone for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time we see War Machine again, hopefully he'll have been healed and he won't be nearly as paralyzed. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Stark makes it this way. Like the legs that he has now to help him walk mm-hmm. can connect to the War Machine armor. Probably, yeah. But yeah, but I will talk about this. So the uh, post-credit scenes. Yeah. I think this movie. So yes, there are two. So definitely stay. The, I think the first one was the the Winter Soldier basically be like, I need to be you know locked mm-hmm. up and frozen until they can get yes. all this stuff out of my head. And you finally got to see Wakanda. A yes. little bit of it, but you got to finally see it. And I wouldn't be surprised if Winter Soldier is going to be in the Black Panther movie. That's what I'm wondering about, too. I think that would be kind of cool. Sebastian Stan has a nine-movie deal with Marvel. Mm. So far, he's only been in three. Yes. All three caps. Yeah, all three caps. So, so um, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, say, uh, someone's attacking Wakanda. And it's pro- it, I could see Claw being the main villain for that movie. Mm-hmm. from Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So I could see him attacking Wakanda, and then Black Panther's like, I need help. I know where to get help. And then he goes, like, look, I know you want to be frozen, but I really need your help for this. Please help me. Uh, Winter Soldier helps him, and then he's like, okay, you can go be frozen now again if you want. Yeah. I'm also I'll- curious if Captain America will be in that movie. Maybe he gets a, a new shield from uh, Wakanda. Possible, yeah. Um, but yeah, so how... was... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, no. no. I was just going to say, like, I-, I thought it was funny when Tony's like, you don't deserve that shield. My father made that shield. That shield belongs to me now. And I'm like, wow, way to be five years old. Well, you probably see, like, that's what I was like. I was like, oh, man. But then you're also thinking, going like, dude, the guy just found out, like, how his parents died is just bitter. Because if you think about it, his dad cared more about Captain America than he did him. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, and I still love how he's like when he gets pissed off at he's like he killed my mother. He doesn't care that Winter Soldier killed his father. Uh, well, him and his he, dad were never. <clears throat> well, I'm sure he cared a little bit, but he cared more about the fact that his mother died at the yeah. hands of him. Now, did it throw you off when you saw clean-shaven Tony Stark? Oh, my God. Okay, again, like they did with Michael <laughs> Douglas and Ant-Man, where they younged him down. They did the same thing with Robert Downey Jr. And I'm honestly like, dude, you could just totally do, like, like a movie called Young Tony and just do it like that. I was like, I, it's like, damn, dude, that was nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that um, was just so funny. I, like, we're watching that, and I'm like, I'm like, that actor looks like the guy who played Tony Stark, but what the hell is going on here? And, and then we see uh, young Tony. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Tony. Oh, my God, it's Robert Downey Jr. is young. Yeah, it was it was pretty genius. I, I, I enjoyed that part, too. It's just amazing what they can do with, like, um, CGIs and stuff like that now. But then the second post credit scene I was really excited for with uh, goes back to Spider-Man mm-hmm. and uh, his, uh, his, his life. He's got, the, he's got the Spidey signal. And I was like, that's amazing. Oh, and that's, like, an so old excited. school – that's an mm-hmm. old school pull on that one. Yeah. Um, now, now I, I'm gonna ask you this. Now, did was there anything that like completely made you go, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this"? There was a lot. Um, well, first off, I would say Black Panther, um, mm-hmm. his claws, like when they would retract oh. in and everything. I was like, okay, you you nailed that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else they were doing that I was just like, I can't believe they're doing this. Um, well, Spider-Man in general, just his suit, his yeah. outfit, and everything that I thought was great. Um, I'm trying to think what else they did that I was like, oh, my God, they're doing this. Um, crap. Oh. the w- Now, there was two scenes where, and I like to call them nerdgasms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that made me have a nerdgasm. There's two scenes. The first one was when Ant-Man grew. Yes. And became Giant-Man. I had a nerdgasm there. And the second one was a direct scene from the comic books when T- uh, Cap's got the shield up and Tony's blasting the shield. Yes, that was the thing. I remember seeing that oh. part in the movie. And I was like, oh, this is right from the freaking comic book. I, I could know. totally just – Oh, that right there. Because I, I told my wife uh, beforehand, I'm like, look, if there's a scene where Cap's got a shield and Tony's blasting it and there's they're surrounded by a bunch of bodies of all the uh, – uh, just knocked out heroes. Yeah. I'm going to flip shit. Now, obviously they weren't surrounded by the bodies. It was just the two, but even yeah, then, but like still. my, my jaw just dropped and I'm like, Oh my God. That was like the part in the first Avengers movie when they're doing that scene where like Tony's going through the city and then it, it goes oh, from him to another person. That. That yeah, and then when like he landed and uh, Captain America throws his shield out and then he shoots the thing and the beams go and hit a bunch of guys and then mm. they take off and it was like that was because that was one of my favorite moves that I love doing in uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I, I thought had. the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like Ultimate Alliance too. Which speaking of which, Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance 3 has been announced. Really? Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Uh, the only downside I'm having right now is I was going through the catalog of heroes. Uh, mm-hmm. People are going to be in it and villains, like playable characters. I got excited, but one person did not show up on the roster, which I'm like, you better be giving me this person. If you're keeping them under wraps, that's fine, but you better be giving me this person dead. Please tell me. Ah, oh, fuck you. Oh, damn. Because he was not... in the first game. He's in the both of them, and the second one's great because yeah. he drops in and he's all like, "Boss battle time!" And then you start fighting him, and he's all like, well, "Wait a minute, I'm not against you guys. Let's team up." And they're like, uh, "No." He's like, "Too late." 
because uh, I played the entire game, the first game, with Deadpool on my party. I was like, I don't care who's with me. Deadpool's always yeah. with me. Um, But, oh, honestly, the first game was better than the second one, I'll tell you that. Uh, no, the second one was pretty repetitive. I did like the fact that you could choose your different teams and everything like that. I mean, I, I well, still yeah, enjoy playing it. Yeah, you could do that with uh, both team with both games, but I I personally preferred the first one just because it was a different story. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the first one was really cool because you went to Asgard, you went uh, mm-hmm. to all this stuff, and it was uh, it was kind of a cool point that it was like Doctor Doom. Yeah, it was a cool thing where like Doctor Doom kind of stole like you mm-hmm. know Odin's powers and became a god, and yeah. it was a really cool thing. Like the second one was just finally just hype it up onto the Civil War kind of aspect of it, and I don't think they really did a good like like storyline with it. But plus, in the first one, your actions changed the Marvel universe because like yes. when you had to choose between Nightcrawler or Jean Grey, mm-hmm. which I always found weird because I'm like, okay, well if I just save Jean Grey, Nightcrawler can teleport. Yeah. It starts falling, teleport, and you're saved, but no. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but no, but, so... Uh, oh, shit, where the hell were we? <laughs> oh, we were just talking about, I like, just was saying, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 has been what announced. Else so. Before that, um, um, oh, the, the scene with the blasting and all yes. the awesomeness. So I love um, that. Um, those were my two, just like, oh my gosh, scenes. Um, I did flip out a little bit when I saw Spidey. Like, when you just see him walking through his apartment. Yeah. It just says Queens. I'm like, oh, my God, we're finally going to get to see uh, the actor who plays Spidey and all that stuff. And Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. such a, Yeah, I got to see it again. I'll probably take my uh, – see if my brother wants to go see it because he probably hasn't yes. seen it. But, God, it's so freaking good. Um, but uh, – oh, and then uh, I also played and finally I got it and beat it, uh, but I loved it, was the Deadpool video game. Nice. Oh, you did enjoy it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought oh, they did a good job with it. What I love is you can actually go back and replay it now, and you already still have all the weapons unlocked. Yeah, because I'm going to go back and do that because there are a couple of things that I missed, like achievement-wise. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back and play and just oh. do different things. Did, so. did you swap uh, Wolverine Silly? I did, but I didn't do it enough to get the achievement, which I was like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, But I did a bunch of stuff that I didn't know. Like when like Cable shows up and you hit the thing, it's all like, who the fuck is that? Cable. <laughs> uh, did you um, take a piss? Yes. I, I love that scene where you just take a piss and you just, like, shoot the guys. Yeah, but he's all like, he's like, oh, that's a nice size. And then he turns around and looks at, like, you. He's just like, <laughs> like, uh, he's just, uh, it was so great. Because Nolan North did a fantastic job mm-hmm. voicing that character, so. Um, but I remember the first time I played it, and I had chose, like, a medium level. Yeah. I never go for hard. I never go for hard. Fuck that shit. Especially on a new game. Mm-hmm. I went with the medium, and I'm like, okay, let me just do this. I'm not going to go with the easy. So I finally – I beat the entire game up until, like, the very last part where, like, uh, Mr. Sinister just keeps constantly sending out villains after villains after villains. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, when the hell is this shit going to end? And there's a part where he sends, like, two big thugs, and so, like, I had to lay down some mines for them, and then I could just never do it. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to restart the entire game on easy. I blew through the entire game, got back to that part within about two hours. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because like, uh, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know what I don't have to do. I know how to do it. And because they also gave me all the weapons yeah. that I'd already bought, in, I just oh, that's cool. quickly breezed through everything. Within two hours, I got back to the part where I was on easy mode. I'm like, okay, let's do this shit. <laughs> 
Very cool. Yeah, I, I played it on normal. Um, um, speaking of video games, I wanted to get your opinion. I don't know if you played the demo or the beta for this, but Overwatch. No, it looks really interesting to me, though. Um, have you? No, but I just downloaded it on my PlayStation 4, so probably once we get done with this, I'm going to go check it out. Okay, um, yeah, let me know on that, because that's by, that's by the same people that did World of Warcraft, right? Blizzard, I okay. believe? Uh, yeah, Blizzard, I guess, but I don't know if it's them. But... Um, it definitely like I just saw a commercial for it. And I'm like, this looks interesting. I'm like, oh, cool. They have a beta test for it because that's what I like about some games. It's like, okay, here's a beta test to test it out before it comes out. Mm-hmm. It's like I wish we had that for like you know uh, the Star Wars Battlefront game that came out. If I had known there was gonna be like no story mode to it and it was all just online shit, I probably never would have bought it. Well, they did have a. I know they did have a beta for that. The problem is with the beta, all they're really testing for is the uh, the online aspect of how many people they can have on our server and stuff like that. So when mm. the game actually does come out, they don't uh, they well, don't like the server just crashes the night that it comes out. Well, not even like a beta, but just like a demo. Like, give me a demo of a game so I can test. Like, I know uh, Nintendo does that for a lot of their games. Like they did that for the Dragon Hunt or whatever, and or Monster Hunter. I think it was called, yeah. and I no. did it for Pokemon, and I'm like, okay, cool. This way I know I like the game before I can play it, because I play the demo for Monster Hunter, and I really didn't care for it. Yeah, that's the weird part. They used to do that, like, like with the 360 and the PlayStation 3 when they came out. They had a lot of the demos that you could play and go, oh, I'm mm-hmm. interested in this game. And then for some strange reason, they kind of got away from that, which I think is yeah. bizarre. Yeah, give us the demos this way we can be like, oh, hey, I like this game. This is kind of cool. Yeah, or even like the like with Xbox. I don't know if they do it anymore, but Xbox 360 used to be able to. You could do a trial, mm-hmm. so you could download the trial version, and then if you liked it, you could buy it right then and there. It'll be like, oh, oh cool. everything you did jumps over. PlayStation, I don't know, did that that much. I think PlayStation was like, you have to buy it, and I was huh. like, well, I don't know if the game's good or not or whatnot. But I know Xbox yeah. used to have like a like a trial version of certain stuff before mm-hmm. you actually have to sit down and buy it. I mean, at least like there's uh, things like Redbox. Yes. Or GameFly, where you can actually test the games first before. But yeah, before you get them. Yeah, uh, but like I said, I got Overwatch on my uh, uh, PlayStation Four ready to test out. Um, okay. I honestly have no idea what it's about. I just know it's like a, it's almost like a team fortress kind of like multiplayer online stuff. I think it is. So okay. um, I think you pick a character, you got probably skills, and you probably level that character up throughout the entire <laughs> kind of gameplay. <laughs> Yeah, because it looks like it's filled with like a bunch of like superhero types. It looks like it's World of Warcraft, but for superheroes almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So almost like City of Heroes, but not exactly. So yeah, no. So yeah, it looks really interesting. It's just one of those things that I've not been able to sit down and kind of play. So um, now, if it's a monthly subscription game, I'm probably not going to get it. Yeah, that will not be one of my things to get then. Because now, if it's going to be like one of those, oh hey, um, you can buy the game and play it. Or you can buy the game and then get like a monthly subscription, and then you get more exclusive content. Yeah, That's like fine. But let me be able to play it without having to buy a membership. It's kind of like uh, RuneScape almost. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just very weird. That's why I liked. That's why I liked about Destiny and Division and stuff like that because it was a game that all you really needed was the online. Like you know, if you're playing for Xbox One or Xbox Gold or PlayStation Plus. Uh, for the mm-hmm. year you already have that, but you do not have to buy the game and then pay like an extra, you know, fifteen dollars a month just for that game to play every week. It's basically you bought the game, you can play it as long as you have online. You know? Exactly. And I think and I think that's the way to do it. I but um 
Yeah, but oh yeah, and before before we close out the show, I totally wanted to talk about uh, Stan Lee's cameo in Civil War. Oh, yes, oh, great! Yeah, I got a package here for uh, Tony Stank. No, yeah. it's Stark. No, it's Stank. Now you have a new nickname, Stank. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for like the day, like when they're like, has anyone else noticed that there's this guy that keeps showing up in our lives that looks exactly the same? You know, it'd be funny if they made uh, if they actually made Stan Lee the Watcher. That's what everyone keeps saying, but you know, he keeps denying it and whatnot. They're not going to do it, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But and I really don't want to say this, but but they'd have to do it soon because the man's old. Yes, and the way celebrity deaths have been going this year, I would not be surprised if he was going to be one of them. I hope not. That'd be ashamed. If Kyle, uh, but I will say this, Kyle. If you do predict that, if you what you just said happens can this year, send pitchforks and torches to my house. Um, I'm not trying to jinx it. I'm just trying to say I really hope it doesn't happen. I hope the guy lives forever. I hope him and Betty White somehow drink the same elixir that makes them live forever. <laughs> um, but before we wrap up this episode and everything, that Kyle. Out of, I'm going to say, since you're a Captain America fan, uh, how many cap shields do you give uh, Civil War? If you did uh, five out of five out of five is the max. Okay, I'm going to give it a four point five out of five. Nice, because I don't really believe in giving a full five, unless, of course, your movie's title is Deadpool. Um, <laughs> but four point five seems pretty good. I mean. Cause, the few gripes I had, they're not really major. Yeah. So it's kind of like Gardens of the Galaxy, where my only gripe was how the fuck did his tape deck player survive for the entire time <laughs> in his headphones. But other than that, I mean, great that's movie. Our, I enjoyed that's it. Our li- that's what I like about your logic. You're like, talking raccoons, moving plants, that's fine. But this Sony d- tape deck, no, there's no way this thing could be lasting this long. Screw exactly. this. Like- All right. So, Steve. Out of, let's see, since you're team Iron Man, I'm going to change this up a little bit. Out of how many web shooters? How many web shooters? Five out of five web shooters. I'm going to go probably what you did with a five, uh, with a 4.5 web shooters because I really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie, but the funny part is still, again, like, the two movies that I thought, like, they were great movies, but just, like, fun movies was still Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy for mm-hmm. reason. Like, this had a lot of action in it, which yeah. is kind of sad for a movie that's Civil War having a lot of – I'm not saying, like, having a lot of action, but the fact that, like, the mm-hmm. last movie that claimed that was going to have a lot of action only didn't have that much action, and everyone was kind of like, why did you name the movie this if there wasn't that much action, you know? Yeah. Um, I honestly thought Civil War was not going to have that much action and be a lot of political stuff, but they really gave you a lot of action in this movie, so yeah. I was excited. Um, I will say this. Um, Spider-Man reading Falcon the Miranda Rights was freaking hysterical. Oh my... Just everything with that. <laughs> or Falcon like, did this come out of you? Yeah, does this come out of you? Uh, and uh, The one thing oh. I really liked where uh, him and Captain America had a moment where he's holding that thing, and Captain America's like, so, kid, where are you from? He's all, like, Queens? He's like, yeah, he's, like, Brooklyn, and, like, gives a little smirk, and then mm-hmm. just, like, takes off, and it's just like, uh So, but, yeah, all around, good. And already Tom, uh, the actor who plays uh, Spider-Man, already said that he wants Captain America to be in Homecoming as well, so. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, 
I will say this. What do you think happened to Black Widow? Because she just kind of disappeared. Most likely she's probably off the radar right now because, I mean, she, you think about it, she pretty much pissed off Tony. Mm-hmm. And then she probably also pissed off Cap by doing what she did. So she's probably, like, on her own thing right now and just who knows. Yeah. So I'm sure we will see, you know, Natasha again. But I did uh, – I think Natasha pretty much was this – pretty much how everyone kind of felt after they left the movie going, like, I'm not really picking a side because technically both of them had valid points. Like, Yeah, I mean, it, I agree with what uh, with uh, Tony saying that the Avengers do need to be in check because they do leave a lot of destruction in their wake. But I agree with Cap when he's like, what if they don't send us somewhere where we feel like we need to be? yeah. So, both have equal points. And um, I forgot to mention this. They actually had a direct scene from the comics in this. And it was the mother of a kid who got killed because yes. of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, she showed up and basically, you know, and her name was Miriam, which just like in the comics. Now, obviously, it's a little bit different because it was her kid who got killed in school. Yes. It was just a little boy, but they still kept a concerned parent in this, which is the driving force of Tony Stark because for Civil War. So yeah, the fact they kept her in this was kind of nice. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, but yeah, overall good movie. Can't wait. Yes. We'll see what happens with big, big changes are coming to the Marvel universe and not like, yes. in a, like bad. I'm talking about like mm-hmm. just after this movie, the events is going to change. the. Oh, the it's going to change the, um, Agents of Shield too. From what I saw, I saw uh, they released a scene for this up week for this week, and basically because of the uh, Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. all of the uh, superpowered Inhumans that Coulson has, they all have to register now. Oh, and Coulson's like, uh, no, and <laughs> one guy's like, well, you know, the Avengers did it, and Coulson's like, not all the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> so he's definitely Team Captain America. Obviously. Oh, yeah, but we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting to see, like, those people now being, like, fugitives or whatnot, which is funny because I think Scott Lang really doesn't matter because he's like, eh, I've been in trouble anyways. <laughs> exactly. I do like how they all sacrifice themselves and want us this way Cap and Bucky could get out. Yeah, well, I think they kind of knew, like, the, the you know, the deal with that, too, because they're kind of like, you know, I mean, Captain kind of already told him, like, when Scott Lang, he's like, you do realize we're going to be breaking the law and everything, that, which I like that line, where he's all like, we're going to be breaking some laws, here. he's all like, yeah, what else is new? Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah poor Scarlet Witch. Yeah, her whole... Yeah. So, all right. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good episode good. right there. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so everybody go out and see Civil War. I mean, if you didn't see it and you listened to all this, I apologize. Then you didn't listen to our spoilers. Uh, I'm starting to believe we need to make like a mix thing, like right before we do spoilers, just like spoiler, 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 <laughs> uh, like a spoiler rap or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So uh, I think the next time we get together, I'm trying to see if anything's coming out. Well, um, we have um, Apocalypse, but I think that's actually uh, that's the last weekend of May. So we will be recording again the weekend before that. Okay. So I'm trying to think if there's anything. We may just do like a regular episode because, I mean, I think most of the shows will be ending. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Um, that's actually true. Yeah. yeah. I think that – I think upcoming week those shows will be ending. So either we just skip an episode – we skip an extra week and go to – I say actually, yeah, we just skip and wait. 
Okay. If you want, we'll just so people, you're still listening to this because my lazy ass decided not to edit. <laughs> um, basically, we're skipping a week, so wait two weeks, and then we will be back for the apocalypse uh, review. So you're only getting two episodes this month instead of three. Or uh, still would have been two. But you, just an extra week. Um, it's all good. We're not going anywhere, unfortunately. So. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed our little review of Civil War. Again, go see it. Go see it again. Yeah, go see it again. Go see it like 8,000 times. Yes. Let, this, let the money roll in for this movie. Because I want, this is what we're, but basically this is what I'm trying to say. People, oh yeah, I want to talk about that real quick. I don't know if you hear this. Apparently someone's trying to do a boycott for people not to go check out uh, X-Men Apocalypse when it comes out because they feel like if that movie fails from Fox that Marvel will go ahead and get the rights back to X-Men. But then I'm all like, no, 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 let it do successful because I want people to see that Civil War does successful and they're going like, Sony's going to get a percentage of money now just because Spider-Man is in that movie. And then I want Fox to sit there going like, okay, they made this much money and they just gave them one character. Wonder how much we can get if we actually gave them yeah. a few characters to put in the movie universe. Here's the thing: the Marvel Cinematic Universe is already established. Mm. They cannot put the X Men in there because you introduced the mutants. Now you're like, oh hey, by the way, there's mutants here. We just never really bothered to mention them. Mm. So I say leave the X Men universe alone with Fox, but. Let Fox give the Fantastic Four rights to Marvel to use. Do the same thing that they did with Spidey, but with Fantastic Four. This mm-hmm. way, you have Avengers Infinity War, or whatever they're going to call it, have Thanos be the big bad, and then have it all build up to the final big bad of Galactus. I can see that. So basically, and then it all ends with Galactus. There you go, the entire universe... It, the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe is over. Let's start all over again. With Civil War Part 8. <laughs> but no, I mean... But yeah. It just wouldn't make sense to put the X-Men in. Would I love to see Wolverine with the Avengers? Yes. Yes, I would. But it would... Now, if you were just to do Wolverine and don't mention the fact he's a mutant, they might be able to do it. Yeah. Don't put all the X Men in because then eventually you're gonna have to say, "Oh, they're mu- they're mutants." Yeah. Well, we've never heard of mutants before, but they've been around for so many years. What the hell? It's yeah. just too too convoluted to put them in. But you could definitely do Fantastic Four. Yeah. And I think Marvel would do a great job with Fantastic Four. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, pretty much Sony, according to the Spider-Man Homecoming, Sony really not doing much with it, but producing it. Like Kevin exactly. uh, Feige is pretty much um, running that entire show. Now. Well, basically, Marvel's producing the movies, but Sony's putting the money in for it. Yeah, and then basically they'll split the profits. Sony will get their money back plus interest, and then Marvel gets their money. So it all works out in the end. It just took them a while to get here. Yeah. But yeah, so big, big thing, big bad things are coming yes. to the Marvel universe in a good way. It's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of uh, Longbox Gas. Uh, when we come back, we'll probably talk about the old sh- uh, shows wrapping up and also the latest X Men movie 
Um, of mm-hmm. course, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitters. Don't forget to follow us at Longboxcast on the Twitters and Instagram. Uh, also, don't forget to give our Facebook page a like. And Kyle, what do you have to add to the mix? Team Cap. Uh, Team Iron Man. Team Deadpool. Actually, yeah, let's just do Team Deadpool. Okay. Hashtag Team Deadpool. <laughs> Hashtag Team Deadpool. Um, I guess that's going to wrap up this episode. So, Kyle, uh, take us away with those delicious words for everyone's ears. Hashtag we have issues. Too many issues for a short box. Bye. Hey, Steve. Yeah? This is after the credits. Yeah, post-credit scenes. Yeah. We kind of suck at these now. Yeah, we do suck at these scenes. Actually, no, I was thinking about it. If Deadpool was in Civil War, I think it would have uh, been a longer uh, movie part because he'd been sitting there going like, okay, I'm on this team, and then stuff's not going right. He's like, I'm going to switch sides now. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Oh, so I, good. Th- I think that would just be great. Like, and then, then finally everyone just stops and goes like, Wade, pick a side. Hey, uh, Steve, who do you think Bill Cosby would choose for a side? I would never choose the side with the pudding and the pop side. Oh, no, that's a good question. He would have to decide because he's like, if I'm all... Oh, wait. No, he would either be... He would have to either be on Cap's side or, uh... Or, uh, Iron Man's side just so he could try to drug with one of the two ladies. I say he's probably going to be on the side with who's ever got the sweaters and the pudding pops. Okay, yeah, that's right. So he'd probably be on uh, Tony Stark's uh, side. Vision, you look marvelous in your sweater <laughs> Yeah, he'd be, he'd be with us. Uh, Vision's all like, I am not getting a good feeling from this person. No. <sighs> uh, Zip-zap, baby, the opposite of war, pudding pops. <laughs>